0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Lifted Warrior podcast. It's your host, Cam. Thank you guys for stopping by again. If you didn't catch last week's episode, what we talked about was disappointment and what disappointment comes to do, how it comes to keep you from being able to show up for yourself um, and then also keep you from being able to have hope. And what we're going to talk about this week is delayed gratification or the need for patience. And... going to look at two different Bible verses and see what the Bible really says about it. And then I'm going to give you a way that you can implement it into your life. And of course, we're always going to end with the challenge. So without further ado, let's get this thing rolling. So the reason why I thought this was so important to talk about was simply because with everything in our culture being so fast, with everything in our culture being so quick to get, um, we often miss this virtue or we often miss this idea in life of patience and waiting for things and being willing to put in the work without getting a a harvest immediately. And it's something that, you know, I personally have had to work on and I'm still working on, but it's something that I think many men need to get back to is get back to a place where we're willing to put in work and not have to see the results immediately, but we're willing to put in work and, you know, continue to put in work and let patience work in us until we see the result. Um, you know, just if, if you think about someone in the gym, and this is something I used to be big in, not so much as anymore, but this is something I used to be really big in. Is somebody in the gym, like they're coming in and they're putting in work daily for results that a lot of times they don't even see first. A lot of times um, for someone who's working out constantly, the first person to notice their results is somebody that they may have not even seen in a while because people that you see every day, your spouse, yourself, your kids, people that see you every day, they're seeing your body slowly change. And so they, they're they constantly getting adjusted to this new you. However, someone has, who you haven't seen in a long time, they see who the last person they saw, but then they see this person that's standing in front of them now. And they're like, wow, this person is completely different. And we have to take up that same thing with not just our physical lives, but also with our spiritual lives and different things that we're working towards. So the first scripture that we're going to look at concerning delayed gratification, but also patience is James 1 verses 3 and 4. And it says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And that word endurance here, depending on what Bible you're reading, it may also say patience. And what that word really means here is the characteristic of a man who was unwavering for his deliberate purpose and his loyalty to faith and piety by even the greatest trials and sufferings. And again, I I started this episode off by saying because of the society that we live in today with technology being so great and how far we've come with technology, a lot of things that we would normally have to wait for and normally have to pursue and put in work and time, we get immediately, whether that be um, women, whether that be money, whether that be media, um, whether that be even sex and different things like that. A lot of things are just really handed to us to the fact that we don't know how to let patience work in our life. And with that being the case, anytime that we have to stand in faith for a promise from God or even simply strengthen ourselves and it does not come swiftly, we then interpret that as, "Oh well, this is never going to happen," or maybe this wasn't God's will for my life. And it's not that it may not be God's will for your life, but it may be that even in the process of you getting to that thing, that God wants to work something in you. Um, and, and I know I kind of hit on this last week, where you know disappointment comes in to make us um, not be able to mature, but the the lack of patience is something that keeps us from maturing in our faith and in our mind as well. It's very childlike for us to expect things to happen simply because we tried for a second or two. It's very childlike for us to, you know, sit down at the computer one day and say, okay, well, God gave me this book to write. I'm gonna sit down and bang it out, right? It's very childish for us to think that from that one session of sitting down and writing that God is going to give us everything that we need to put into that book. And as I was writing this, man, this is one frustration that I have with my daughter. And just speaking about child, like we'll ask her to clean something up and she'll pick up one thing. And because her cleaning up is going to take more than just touching that one thing, she'll get frustrated um, and not want to do it anymore. She just says, hey, this is taking too long. Right. But many of us have that same disposition when it comes to cleaning up the mess in our lives. We have gone out. We've done things outside of the will of God. We've done things against the will of God knowingly. And then when we finally come to the end of ourselves, we come and sit at the feet of God and say, God, can you help me with this? And because it's not happening fast enough for us, we interpret that as God not wanting to help us or because, you know, God's not necessarily moving in that area in our lives at this moment We interpret God not hearing our prayers, but I also want to submit to you that it's not God's responsibility to clean up your mess. Just like it's not your responsibility to clean up your child's mess, it's not God's responsibility to go back and clean up the things that you have done outside of his will. Now, God being a gracious God, now God being a loving and a a merciful God, he will help us, but that's not his responsibility because he didn't tell you to do that. Anyway, I'll get back to what I'm really talking about, which is having delayed gratification and having patience, right? So if we're just looking at that, the goal of delayed gratification and patience is to produce a maturity in you that was not there before. And in this, in the scripture, the word maturity means lacking nothing. It means that you have everything that you need, not now, will you be perfect? No, but you're going to have everything that you need in order to lead a life fulfilling of Christ. Then, when things are given to us too swiftly, we do not fully possess the ability to maintain it. And it's this um, saying, this old saying that says, anything that's worth having is worth working for. And if that's the case, then we have to be willing to put in the work to get things and the patience. To wait for those things to come, whether that be in prayer, whether that be through your labor, whether it be through your physical working, whether it be through, you know, continued conversation with an individual, you have to do the work, put the work in and then have patience for patience to work in you first and then for the result of that situation to come up to pass. The reason for this is that in your waiting, you are being developed into a person that is able to sustain what it is that you're praying for. Many of us, and then myself included, I'll i will I'll just speak for myself. I'm, I'm praying for big things, right? I'm praying for things that I know I can't sustain on my own. And in the process of waiting for those things, I am being fashioned, I am being made into the person that God has created me to be in order to maintain that, in order to sustain it. If God gave it to me just immediately when I asked for it, then I would lose it, I would abuse it, and then eventually I'll be right back in the same situation that I wasn't before. This is why if you've ever done any research or any study on people who have won lotteries, they typically end up broke again. It's because they have come into this large sum of money that they have no idea how to maintain, let alone how to reacquire once some is spent. And because of that, they lose it all. They blow it all. And they have no idea how to get back to that place. And a lot of times they're in a worse condition than they were beforehand. And many of us, again, just using myself for an example, like I'm asking God for these major things. And if he gave it to me in my current condition, it would main, most likely leave me in a worse state than I am currently because my lifestyle, my life set, my skill set is not able to sustain that just yet. And this is why we jumped down in Romans 12 and 12. And it says, rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, and be persistent in prayer. And as I was reading this, I was like, God, why would you tell us to be patient in our afflictions? And... One thing that he gave to me is was this, and it's that I believe that this is said because often the hardships that we go through carry an assignment to either be a lesson for teaching for us or to be a catalyst to show us another aspect or grace of God in our life. Many of the times what you may be going through is not necessarily just because a because you made a negligent decision or even because you're just in you're just in a bad situation but sometimes what you're going through is to bring stuff out of you and it's to show you a different grace of God it's to show you a different a different facet of God so that you can begin to pull on that grace and be able to share that grace with other people there's so many different things Um, as it concerns God that we don't even know, we don't even comprehend just yet because his, his ways are way above ours. His mind is way above ours and we aren't fully able to perceive what it is that he wants us to do in this earth. But we know in part, and we, we, we understand in part, we prophesy in part, we know in part, right? So sometimes what you're going to be going through, sometimes that affliction that you're begging God to get you out of, and he's asking you to be patient and work the vision, be patient and labor, be patient and serve. Some of those things sometimes is teaching you a different grace in order for to get in order, not just to get you to the next level, but in order so that you can go back and reach other people and show them the way to to overcome different things in life. And then on the back end of this, it says to be persistent in prayer. And again, I ask why, and it's because through prayer that we are able to receive instruction and proper perspective on what it is that we may be facing. I, I keep coming to this realization the more I'm going through this Heart Check series is we have to have proper perspective on different things that we're going through. If our perspective is off, if our idea of or our view of what we're going through is off, then we will never be able to understand truly the meaning behind what we may be going through and we'll consistently go through cycles of coming back to the same uh coming back to the same test coming back to the same lesson coming back to the same testing of our faith coming back to the same testing of our flesh to see if we're really submitted coming back to the same testing of the word that we may even preach coming back to the same testing until our perspective changes enough that we may overcome that thing and our perspective changes in prayer I know a lot of us may think that when in prayer we're changing God's mind but the truth and reality of it is that in prayer God is changing your mind God is giving you insight God is giving you wisdom on how to conquer things so that you may be more effective you may be more efficient and you may abound in his grace it is what it, it was in prayer that allowed Jesus to to look at the cross and then say, you know what, God, not my will, but your will be done. Instead of taking an easier way, I will be patient in this testing and tribulation so that a greater anointing may flow from my life. And I think we, a lot of us may be in a season of Gethsemane. It may be in a hard place. We may be in a place of crushing. And God is asking us, will you submit your will and let my will happen in your life? Will you lay your own life down? Will you take up your cross daily and allow me to show you a more effective way? You're going to feel like you're dying. But if you allow yourself to be patient in this process, if you allow yourself to go through this thing knowing that on the other side of this, there is something greater and not try to get to an end goal without going through a process then there's going to be a greater anointing on your life. And no, I'm not saying that because you suffer, the anointing is greater. That nullifies what, what Christ did on a, on a cross. But, If you allow yourself to go through things with God, he will show you different ways to work through anointings. He will show you how to walk with the the Holy Spirit. He will show you how to partner with the Holy Spirit in different areas in your life. And many of us need this in this time, not just so that we can combat the, the ways of the enemy, but also so that we can go on offensive and take back the territory that the devil has tried to come against us with. So how do we implement this? How do we implement this into our lives and become more patient in our pursuit with Christ, become more patient in our uh, pursuit of life and the different goals that we have? One thing that you can do is look at your life goals for the next couple of years and determine what it's going to take in order for you to get there. Once you know the process that it's going to take for that to happen, make the focus not on that end goal. Make your focus on falling in love with the process. When you do this, the goal that you're reaching for will become a byproduct. And if anything, you, if any of you know anything about making anything, when you create something, typically there's a byproduct that's left over. So by you creating this love with the process that it takes to be successful, by you creating this love for the process that it takes to have a successful marriage, by you creating this love that it takes to, you know, raise your child in the admonition of the Lord, by you creating this love for, um, you know, your career path, whatever it may be, your success in those areas will become a byproduct. More importantly, by you creating a love for pursuing God in his word, for pursuing God in prayer, for pursuing God in, um, in your consecration – and allowing Him to really work in your life, then your ability or your, your wisdom and your knowledge of Him, your insight, your revelation will grow as a byproduct of the, the community that you've built, of the relationship that you've built, of the consecration that you've built with Christ. We have to get more in love with mastering the process than with mastering the results. And again, I know that's hard because we live in a society that's all about results. We live in a technology age and everything's about how fast can you get it, how how quickly can you get there, how 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 efficient can you make it happen? But sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times, the blessing is not in the end product, the blessing is in the process. And we can never have this, we can never get to the the, the real blessing of what God is trying to get us to if we do not have patience and practice delayed gratification practice delayed not delayed gratification and practice long suffering and i'm going to leave you guys with this this is my challenge for you guys is this week is to begin to fall in love with the process more than with the result the same thing i told you about how to implement it this is my challenge um you know when you fall in love with the process of prayer the results will come when you fall in love with the process of your career the results will come When you fall in love with the process of dating your wife, then the results will come. When you fall in love with the process of even working out, if that's your goal, then the results will come. We have to put our focus back on the processes of life, not the results. But if we do that, the results are bound to happen because the process will be complete. And whenever you complete a process, like I said, the byproduct is what's going to, the the goal, that byproduct is bound to happen. But well, that's it, guys, man. I really appreciate you guys stopping by and, and you know going through this with me. Like I said, this is something that I'm still learning myself, and it's something that I'm even continuing to implement into my life so that I may be better in Christ, so that I may you know, grow and abound in grace. So I really pray that you guys were able to pick up something from this episode and be able to carry it, man, because if we can get back to being a patient generation, if we can get back to being a generation that's willing to put in work and labor, and long suffer, and not have to have quick results, I believe that we'll see the grace of God increase on our lives. I believe that we'll see the anointing begin to fall back in our services like never before. I believe that we'll see people healed on the streets. I believe that we'll see people get up out of wheelchairs and, and, and different things like that uh, if we allow ourselves to go through the process of being patient with God and with our with our life process. Come back next week, man. We're going to be talking about doubt. This one, uh, doubt is a thing that, well, the Bible says, let's let's just clear this up. The Bible says that, you know, if a man is doubting, then he should expect nothing from God. And when I read that, man, that hit me like a ton of bricks. We're going to break it down next week. So make sure you step back in um, next week and, you know, chop it up with me so we can go through it. But until then, stay lifted. Thank you guys for stopping by and listening through the podcast. If you want to continue to build your foundation in Christ, I need you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you'd like to support the ministry, just click the link in the description. Until next week, stay lifted.